0: Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Please stand for the reading of the gospel. Our Gospel passage for this week is from Mark, the seventh chapter. Now, when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written. This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart that, the, that evil intentions come. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within and they defile a person. Here ends our Gospel reading. Praise to you, o Christ. Please be seated. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A few notes about my process, uh, kind of an inspiration I had on sabbatical, especially coming off of last year and uh, everything I had to do uh, for the pandemic, as we started, made sure I had a written manuscript for each sermon uh, that Bonnie could then mail around the next week. And sometimes I was just like so tired and frustrated and didn't want to write it out, but I had to. And uh, my first two, two weeks back here, I've had three funerals in two weeks, so I'm a little bit uh, tired of that. And now we've got the camera going, so I'm taking advantage, and I have no written manuscript in front of me. <laughs> so uh, this is kind of like, it's a big deal for me. I'm not sure if you guys care, but I do. So. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so we hear in our text for today about the Pharisees and Jesus and his disciples. Now, there's a lot written about the Pharisees in in the Gospels, and they seem pretty well-known, especially to us who read the Gospels and the Bible regularly. They're very featured characters and uh, can almost be their own caricatures, if you will. Uh, We have certain images and stereotypes of Pharisees. um, So, for instance, if you were to call somebody a Pharisee, would that be a compliment? Probably not, right? (laughs) Um, Even though, uh, actually, Pharisees... um, We can't side with them per se but there's a lot of speculation that jesus himself actually was closer to a pharisee than you might expect Um, and there was also the essenes group uh which was kind of more like john the baptist like the hermits in the wilderness and stuff like that so we think that jesus was very influenced by both of those groups in his time and uh He comes pretty hard at the Pharisees on several occasions, and so you'd think that they're just opposed to each other, where it might be more of like an internal critique, if you will. Uh, People who are kind of on the same page, but kind of not really. And this is one of those instances of the not really on the same page, right? Jesus and his disciples eat without observing all the minutia of the purity rules and laws that are set before them. Now, the origin of these rules and laws, mind you, is the Bible, right? Is the laws given to Moses on Mount Sinai. There are all sorts of laws between Deuteronomy and Leviticus, hundreds, in fact, of what you're supposed to eat, how you're supposed to eat it, how you're supposed to purify yourself, and so on and so forth. Now, it really is uh, quite a... Quite a list if you've ever read through those books, <clears throat> and it's a very ancient list, too. So, even by the time that Jesus comes along, those rules had been in place for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, in fact, depending on dating, almost a thousand years. Now, where the rub comes here is in a couple different places. Obviously, Jesus' disciples are not on board with what the Pharisees expect and what has been handed down to them through their tradition. They're kind of rebels, if you will, in a very religious sense, that they eat without observing all the little details and all the little rules. How dare they, right? It's like the kid in school who speaks without raising his hand, right? Don't do that tomorrow, Otto. <laughs> He's starting kindergarten, so. so. <laughs> Um. Uh, or you know just those of us who like to speed you know 5 10 miles over the speed limit not me <laughs> no no All right. oh there's uh, the classic r- little rebellion right um, we're just talking about washing hands here right uh, we're not talking about you know it's, it's not like they went around murdering people or Any major sins, you know, they weren't like tax collectors extorting the masses or anything like that. They just, they didn't wash their hands, right? In the scheme of things, it could seem like not such a big deal. But for the Pharisees, mind you, holy cow, holy cow. The the laws that had come down from the elders, the traditions that had been placed did not stop at all for the Pharisees from the laws of Moses. There were thousands and thousands and thousands upon uh, extra laws and interpretations piled onto all the hundreds of laws that they received from Moses in the first place. The, The Pharisees were known for their just ultra litigiousness and uh, in common parlance we would say they they try to micromanage everyone's religious lives and in this case their personal lives as well you couldn't even grab a bite to eat without them getting in the way talk about big government in Montana right (laughs) it's like big religion government here (laughs) trying to control every little aspect how you took each bite of food right? How, your, how you washed your hands, how your utensils were prepared. Every little you couldn't have any blood in the meat obviously but the regulations they think on spices even and all this craziness. How much you could eat, when you could eat it so on and so forth. As good in free Montanans I hope we bristle at this way. Right? <laughs> Let people do what they want. right? Yeah. But in a very real sense remember the origin for all these micromanaging small little laws was Mount Sinai was the pure and holy moments when Moses spoke directly with God and received these laws directly from God and after which God said you will observe these and I will be your God and you will be my people and which God promised, if they did not observe these laws and observe them perfectly, then they would be abandoned and their children would be killed. Their homes would be taken from them and they would be exiled, which in fact happened. So, how does something so good and holy get so eschewed? to have Jesus have to call them out in front of everybody. They took a good thing from God, and they put their own human spin on it. They took something that was supposed to remain as it was, and they reinterpreted it for their own purposes. Wherever there was order or chaos, they got scared. They got anxious. They said, no, no, no. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. That was one law, and then another, and then another, and then another. Until suddenly the whole spirit of the thing was lost. And all that they could do is criticize and judge every bite of food the disciples took and how they ate. Instead of seeing what it was all about in the first place. They the forest for the trees, if you will. And that's what Jesus is calling them back to here. He's saying, you look out at this world here and all you can see is the impurities and the dirtiness there. But because you're looking at everybody else, you cannot look inside. And Jesus rebuked them saying, no, no, no. What really defiles is what comes from within. For it is within that you find slander and lies and deceit and all the malice and sinful desires and things that tear this world down. It is from within that we need forgiveness. It is from within where we need to look to, uh, for God's righteousness to make ourselves righteous, if that were even possible. It is from within where we need that salvation. It is from within where we need that forgiveness. We can do all things that look okay and right in the world, but deep down inside, in that innermost places, that's where it really matters. And that's where the laws that Moses received on Mount Sinai, were really trying to bring people, uh, bring people back and set them on the right track. But even something so good and holy as that, we can't keep from screwing up unless Jesus calls and writes the whole situation on our behalf. But there is good news in all this. This is not just a call to judgment on Jesus' part. For in fact, if we're being honest with ourselves, I think we know that Jesus' words are true. We know that it is in those deep innermost parts of ourselves where we need the love of god the most is within us it is within us within us within us so deep down we can feel most unworthy where we can feel most unloved where we don't add up at all most insecure anxious or fearful of the world and that's where God comes to meet us. That's where God comes to forgive us. And that's where God comes to make us whole. From the inside out. And that, that, brothers and sisters, is a beautiful thing that we hear in oh so subtle ways through our gospel passage for today. Not only is it the things that come from within, That defile. It is from within that we are saved. May we trust in that grace and mercy and good news today and every day. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.